welcome to Game Watch, uh, where two friends, myself and Aaron Salinas, get to talk about games because we both love games and we're both avid gamers. Uh, you know us from the Shame Watch podcast, but you're not here for that. You're here for video games. I'm James Fight, and my buddy here is... Aaron Salinas. Hey, gang. It's uh, been a long time coming. We've always dabbled in this idea and talked about it and get really hyped up. And then for whatever reason, it just it just doesn't happen. It just never happens. But this time, uh, it's happening. It's here. Uh, I don't know if anyone asked for it, um, <laughs> but it's here. We're delivering it. And uh, so much so, we didn't even prepare copy. And by we, we I mean me. I didn't prepare any copy. I mean, because, we, got, we got a lot. It's cool. We honestly have a yeah. lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, because today we're talking about uh, some of our favorite PS4 games and the PS5 stuff, which, boy, oh, boy, I'm excited for, Aaron. Uh, did you see the event? I I saw... I didn't watch all of it, but I did watch like some of the reveal stuff. Like, mm -hmm. saw the Miles Morales, saw the Harry Potter... I, I saw some other stuff, and oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, it's in. Uh, so we are recording this on September 18th, um, yep. two days after the event. Um, so this is being recorded on the 22nd. Um, so yeah, just a timeline for you guys. Uh, but yeah, Sony and their event. And I gotta say, I always I feel a little weird calling it an event because it was all virtual and. Right. due to our current circumstances it duh it, there's no yeah. other way you could do it but i'm just right. used to like you know video Woo! people just yeah. shouting the whole time i'm like oh e3 and stuff yeah exactly so it was a little strange but man um they had a stellar event that led up to a horrible pre-sale <laughs> It was. Oh, what happened to the pre? It was Did a the pre sale crash. It was a complete shit show. Like I think uh, they were saying, like Target had like the longest run of like when they were available, and I think that was like ten minutes. Whoa! Yeah, and I that's think that's because uh, like when you do games, your go to is probably GameStop, Best Buy, right. maybe Walmart are going to be like your big, like the huge retailers. Definitely, yeah. That's my order. Yeah. And then, you know, Amazon probably falls in there somewhere now and, you know, other retailers. And then I guess Target was just like, oh, that's where moms go. So a lot of people are going to be on there. And that's, I think it held for like 10 minutes, but it, so I don't know if you saw, but the, what it, the way it was done is you got notification by giving your PlayStation ID. Oh, okay. Which okay. to me, I, I called bullshit from the very start um because it was going to be based off of your like playstation activity and it was going to be like off of like first come first serve basis i think they did that just to make it feel like everybody had an opportunity to get one right and they knew it was going to go to you know your pewdiepies your you know your people with your your people with twitch fan base yeah yeah because yeah. you got to build so up fomo somehow nowadays yeah, unfortunately, because that's marketable. Yeah. And that'll be a whole nother topic. But I I mean, when they say activity, what do they mean? Like how many trophies you have or how many games you've played? Like that's such an arbitrary and vague thing. They didn't specify. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. What I'm assuming uh, is going to be trophies, active gameplay, friends maybe? And I'm assuming okay. Twitch was a big part of it this year. I'm sure it was. I'm yeah. sure it was, which is silly. But yeah. So it sounds like they did some like gateway stuff to prevent people from getting it. Um, and blaming it on the like retailers. Like, oh, they just ran out of stock. Yeah. It's uh, which is silly. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the fact that Target had any kind of like skews my idea, but yeah. it, I mean, I'm assuming they probably had maybe a hundred to the general public like you know the normies kind of thing well regardless i i i told myself before this event and before i saw any like trailers really before i saw any of the trailers i'm like i'm not gonna get excited about the ps5 i you know my, i just got a new job i'm gonna save my money and like yeah i'm getting back to, into gaming because i have the time again but you know, I'm I'm not gonna do it. And then I watched that Miles Morales trailer. I'm like, fuck! I'm spending money. I have to get that. It looks so cool. It looks so cool. And just like the storyline is, is, I think they said it follows a year after yeah, it's the a event. year after after the PS4 one. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a year after the tope the the Peter Parker stories. And uh, by the way, just. Uh, letting everyone know we are just learning that rbg ruth bader ginsburg just passed away um what yeah i just got this on my feed um, oh man yeah so oh shit felt like it would be ill if we did not give her some kudos considering we're recording this at this time um but yeah uh r.i.p to rbg um fantastic woman uh fantastic person as a whole yeah, um, yeah. She fought for so much humanity justice and, yeah. and humanity. Yeah, like wow, she was eighty-seven. Twenty twenty sucks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there was a year it was going to happen, it was definitely this year. Yeah, and I mean, she's been battling those kinds of things for the past few years. She's been so sick for so long. I, I feel. I mean, kudos that she was still holding her seat because I know she'd been sick for for a while already. So. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I felt like it would be bad if we did not bring that up. So yeah, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We loved you very much. Thank you for your contributions to not yeah. just American to the American people, but just humanity as a whole. It is greatly yeah. appreciated. Um, yeah, she definitely inspired a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely, and, and fought for a lot of underprivileged people too. Yeah, that's well, and her her voice for women and equality for women just on. Bar none, one of the best, you know, Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry uh, to, to derail us for a quick second, but just wanted to bring no, that up. No, no, that's a good derail. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh... Needed. Oh, man. Um, but uh, yeah, so with this one, we learned that Tink the Tinkerer is going to be our big bad. And from what I s heard, it sounded like a female voice. Yeah. So yeah. Tinkerer has always been kind of a, a pudgy, portly guy. If you remember in uh, Homecoming, he's played by um, that portly redheaded fella. Um, he was kind of given the credit as the Tinkerer. Um, yes, I vaguely remember that. He was, uh, he was also in Orange is the New Black. I believe he's uh, Piper's brother. 
Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. So now we're getting a slim-figured, purple mask-wearing Tinkerer, so that looks cool. Um, yeah, it looks pretty badass, honestly. Yeah, kind of, I mean, to be honest, uh, it looked kind of on par with with last year's Big Bads, and that's because they had, what, five, technically? Yep, yeah. Scorpion, yeah. Rhino, Vulture. Vulture shocker uh, shocker yep oh and electro was, was in there and then doc Ock. Oh, yeah, right, yeah yeah um so that looks i'm curious i'm curious because we were so full of a villain but i guess it makes sense because miles is just learning about his powers that he only gets one maybe yeah because then- in the ps4 game peter parker had had been doing spider-man stuff for seven years yeah and in this miles has only been doing spider-man stuff for maybe a year which is exciting because i don't think we've ever been dropped into the world where we're learning to be spider-man as opposed to as a perfected spider-man so that's kind of cool yeah i'm excited to see how that mechanically looks and feels yeah because like all this venom shock stuff and visibility already looks really cool yeah so i i i think the ceiling is so high for this one that mm -hmm. like just the fact that we're getting miles and the fact that we're getting representation and uh, yeah, I was just going to bring it up. It was like uh, a triple a game is now starring like an Afro Latino. Uh, like that's, yeah, that's, that's huge. Uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> like, um, I know, I know there's some controversy when they first announced it because they, they were saying like, it's not quite a full game and it's like more of an add on, but it, it seems like it is an actual full game now. Right. That's what it's, seeming like i wouldn't be surprised if it's a short maybe 20 hour 30 hour sure maybe sure but that's kind of what you get with launch titles yeah because this is very much like a launch title for the ps5 exactly so i I wouldn't be surprised if we're getting there and then the dlc will be probably because i yeah i heard it was going to be dlc-esque like it was going to be very late edition last minute um Mm-mm. and then i think initially it was supposed to be ps4 yeah and then i think they just pushed it back i think so yeah, yeah I so think the, i think that was part of the controversy i honestly can't remember but i'm still happy we're getting it because yeah when i saw um because i always knew about miles morales but until into the spyverse came out yeah. i didn't really know him and boy oh boy did i love that movie that's my favorite spider-man movie oh so many reasons yeah, but I, I think a lot of people just, consider it in their top three for sure. So yeah, I mean, I think honestly, it's, a, it's my favorite. It's just my favorite movie. I'll take it. Yeah, because like it, everything they do from the soundtrack to the art style and how they introduce each character is like, it, it, to me, it's perfect. That's exactly how all comic movies should be. That should be the new standard. Because like it was so unique and it had it, it each rep, like each moment represented the character is focusing on which is mostly miles but even like when they did cuts to like spider pig yeah or you now like spider noir yeah spider ham spider ham yeah thank you uh spider pigs from the simpsons but uh <laughs> but yeah like though they also got their own animation style which then meshed perfectly is it, it was i loved it yeah and, and i can talk hours about that movie oh it's a, it's a great movie and and i I wonder if that was kind of testing the waters. Like, okay, can Miles... Because I remember, shoot, like, what was it? 
eight years ago, people were like, make Donald Glover Miles Morales. Make him, put yeah, him in Spider Man. Mike, well, yeah, they made, they said make him Spider Man, and everyone freaked out. Yeah. And by everyone, I mean the dumb white people. Um, <laughs> and they're like, no, Spider Man has to be white. It's like, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, one, Donald Glover is awesome. Uh, he should be whatever he wants. And two, stop being an idiot like who cares and if we look in spider-man comics as a matter of fact it yeah i i I think yeah so that there was a little bit of testing the waters there and then we got uh into the spider-verse which i don't i do not think sony imagined to be as successful as it was no no i i think they were imagining a big belly flop well, because this was from the same studio that had the Emoji movie. True. And, like, I have not seen the Emoji movie, but not it doesn't really, seem, it doesn't really seem like a home run, so to speak. But, uh, uh, like, clearly those people knew what they were doing because when they had the chance to work on something they actually wanted to work on, they killed oh, it. man. Crushed Honestly, it. it makes me kind of want to watch the Emoji movie just to see <laughs> and compare. Like, was this from the beginning? Like, how? How did this happen? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm so glad like that happened because that, oh man. Like, I could go watch this movie right now and be happy. Like, I love that movie. I could watch it so many times. Yeah. And, it's, and the soundtrack is just so, mwah, so oh, good. It's so good. And it it's perfect for each moment they choose and uh, that's yeah, really great. we're not just a spider-verse podcast we also got some more from i the mean event. we can be though <laughs> uh but yes i was about to transition to um a controver- controversial topic now which is the harry potter game for the ps5 and here's my disclaimer i know i'm gonna get hate for it but I'm going to buy the game. I like Harry Potter. Yeah, J.K. Rowling, not a great person. Yeah, kind of sucks. Proven. But, honestly, like, she's already made her money. And, yeah, I know the argument. You're giving her more money. It's like, me not buying the game won't stop that from happening. Yeah, she's already a wealthy, powerful person, regardless. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, I... I'm very aware that a white straight man saying this is not helping anything, but uh, like you can still enjoy the the art and not the artist. Like yeah. the artist and art is not one and the same. They are separate from each other. And as far as I know, and I'm going to play a huge disclaimer because I don't know, but she didn't put anything hateful in the books that i know of yeah i wasn't a big harry potter fan to begin with like as far as the books go i will admit they just weren't my cup of tea um but actually my roommate and i were talking about this um Mm -hmm. it we a a lot of people aren't sure if because in the book i think she has gone on record saying that dumbledore is in fact gay and so a lot of people are like oh cool representation but now that right. she's kind of gone doubled back on her voice in the community for the LGBTQIA community, mm-hmm. then people are like, were you just putting that in to, for as fan fodder, kind of? 
Right, where you just pandering to to an uh, yeah. yeah yeah. To, to so, did you put a character who was gay in your novel so that way you could say, look, I have a character who is gay and I I can't be homophobic. Right. Right. Um, so there, Which, there's that kind of controversy maybe, to it, but yeah, it's definitely a weird fandom to be a part of. Yeah, and I mean. And I, I, like, I understand what she said was completely despicable. It's arguably yeah. the, the, you know, and what she's doing with her new book, not okay. Wait, what's she doing with her new book? Oh, she, she created a new book where a serial killer, a male serial killer is dressing like a female and killing women. Oof. So it's. Oh boy. Okay. See, that's the kind of shit that's like, yeah, that that's the art that's hateful by nature exactly that's like what the fuck and again i know i sound like a dumb white guy defending some dumb thing but in harry potter to my knowledge i didn't there wasn't anything hateful in there it was just a world where people could enjoy now yes i am a white straight man from bowling green ohio i have way more privileges than most people so if i'm wrong i apologize i'm still learning uh all that being said i'm still gonna buy the game i I will say what sucks about this is we grew up with it yeah yeah like and now we're we're that age yeah yeah exactly we're and and from what it looks like i mean this isn't for kids (laughs) this is for like adults this is for adults who you know wanted to explore more of this world like that that's what sucks right. like and grant i do want to see if she got like a lump sum from this like i mean anything harry potter related she gets something from yeah right? like we just don't know how much but also like she's made a shit ton from the books and the movies already um we're not we're not we're not digging her any deeper and we're not helping her anymore really exactly like i yeah that's a much more succinct way of what i'm trying to say because like unless we can go back in time and stop her then (laughs) yeah like she's pretty set with her power her her great grandchildren are probably pretty set on (laughs) on their their money like they she gives if she gives it to them yeah fair that's fair we don't know <laughs> um but what i will say about this one is i don't think this could have come out on any other generation and succeeded like yeah. harry potter is fucking weird <laughs> there's a oh, lot yeah. of it's it's a magical world so mm-hmm. i mean to get get it on this generation of graphics whoo like <laughs> There, there's some really intricacies, you know, that needed to be done. So, like, I, I remember playing, like, I think the Sorcerer's Stone or something like that on GameCube. and Oh, yeah, or, like, PS1 and the graphics look straight up like blocks. Yeah, and, and it was basically a THQ title, I think, that was, like, mm-hmm. side-by-side with the movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there was nothing new to it. There was nothing really explorative to it. Um, so that one... Honestly, I was really surprised because they never announced it. This was the first time of the reveal. Um, yeah. But I thought it was going to be a Lego <laughs> Harry Potter. 
Like, yeah, the way they intro it, it looks very like Lego esque. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cutesy and cartoony. It's why would they do a Lego title for a reveal? Legacy of Hogwarts. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, so it's a Lego, a hug, a, a Lego, a Lego Harry Potter. Cool. All right. And then I saw like people, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, and and the fact that we're in the late 1800s is pretty cool too. Yeah, super interesting. So I wonder what they're going to do with the story on that. I I'm glad it's removed from the story we know right so well, um, because like it essentially gives us a fresh start, and then also gives you buying like oh look you led to the events that happened yeah that you know of it's like okay yeah I get that that's cool. I'd imagine um, you'd run into Tom Riddle right. You would have to. I, I, I think, think that's how you tie it in. Unless he was in the 1900s. I forget the timeline. I do, that. too. I'll be honest. I don't know where they fall. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think that was... He was like 1930s era. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Tom Marvolo Riddle or whatever. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm... Yeah. I'm excited for the game. Slight guilt, but... You know what? I'm gonna get it and enjoy it. Yeah. Same Z's. Yeah. It it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be nice. It'll be explorative. It'll be something new. But um, also, it's like the the Harry Potter game. I think we've all wanted for a long time. Yeah. This, exactly. Like, sandboxy RPG where we can just like pick or choose our own wizard and like customize it. Uh, my favorite Harry Potter game was Chamber of Secrets for yep. GameCube. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It was, man, that one was so much fun. And it was blocky. Like, it was. <laughs> oh, it was blocky as hell. But it was so much at the fun, time, though. At the time, it was great. Like, ah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was Just it, the way they did the spells and how you could explore Hogwarts, I think, was just really good. Because after that, it kind of got a little railroady. Yeah. And then it was just, like, replicating the, the movies. Yeah, they boxed themselves in real hard on that one, on the rest of them. Yeah yeah but yeah that one's exciting uh, i will say the the, the probably the release the announcement that shocked me the most at how much i'm excited for is probably dark souls the remake <laughs> is it dark souls or is it demon souls might have been demon either one it might have been demon souls now that you mention it um it looked gorgeous yeah like yeah it, like the only way I could like the only thing I could like just remotely tell people was like even the snow looked beautiful, like yep. the little snow flurries looked absolutely gorgeous. That that's the game that's like we're gonna push this engine as yeah. far as we can. We're it's like, <laughs> this working. It it looked absolutely gorgeous. Like it, I that one I was like okay, never I I hated it playing it because I died so much, but I'll oh yeah I'll play I, it. Oh man, I can't do those games. Uh, I I can. I played Bloodborne. I was like, okay, this is. I get it, but also like, I don't need more stress in my life. The reason I yeah. play video games is to escape the bullshit, and that's why I like to play things on easy mode now. Yeah, because it's like I don't want a challenge. Yeah, I just want to like escape in this world and feel powerful and almighty. Yeah, well, uh, the, the the challenge modes I will admit because like I will do a harder a harder mode 
if I really like the game and I really respect the game. Yeah. Like I might um I might do it on Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um and I nice. might do it on Last of Us. Last of Us 2. Yeah. Oh. That's uh that's a good transition point cuz oh. Last of Us Part 2. We're doing I it. I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. love it. Unless you do you have more stuff about PS5? I was just going to say they announced uh, Ragnarok for God of War 2. Oh. Oh, did you not see that? No. Oh, yeah. It wasn't it was honestly not much. All all they did was they were like, "We can't wait for you to have uh, you know, the PS5 in your hands. This is going to be so excited. We're excited for the power uh to be in the people's hands." Oh, and there's one more thing. And then they like cut to black and it uh Kratos comes on. He's like, "Get ready, boy." And then like <laughs> it's like an ice ring and then it's got all the Nordic symbols and uh Hell then it's yeah. Ragnarok coming in 2021. Oh so, damn! Yeah, well, I have to get a PS5 now. Yeah, game uh, of the year. So I mean, it it. Oh, uh, dude, I love that game. That was so much fun. <laughs> that was that was one I was gonna bring up on our PS4 talk, but yeah. um, before because they're doing something different with PS5 is they have a digital and a, I guess non-digital disc? yeah disc yeah which. I, I think that's cool because uh, I'm definitely going to get the digital one because I really don't use physical media anymore. Uh, I'm stuck because I really, because it's, by the way, it's a $100 price difference, $499 versus yes. $399. So there is a, a vast difference in between the two. Um, yeah. You can always, you know, add a two terabyte hard drive to it. it. It's not a big deal if you get the digital because I think it's only coming with like 825 of storage, oh. which which kind of sucks. But at the same time, th- that's a fair f- fair amount of games. That's a fair amount of storage. I didn't know that. Eh, well, either way, I'll still probably get it. Yeah, I same. Mean, if it's set up like the PS4 and you can delete and yeah. get space and then re-download if you need to, like that system works really well. Because yeah. the PS4 only has like 500 gigs, right? I believe so. And then the Pro went up to one terabyte. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, th- I've ran into no issues with that. Like... It's really easy to delete a game because they save your save files. In, yeah. I guess the cloud somewhere. But like that's a really great system. Yeah. So I'm just going to continue to do that. And and uh, my buddy Herc, he was telling me too, he was like, I really only play one game at a time. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with Herc on that one. Like, yeah, I really like, right. I do have two games on my game or my PS4 right now. I have persona 5 which doesn't take up that much room and yep. then uh i i'm still trying to work through horizon zero dawn uh, which but, that one has mastodons in uh for horizon uh frozen wilds believe, uh, the, the new one coming out or frozen west uh, i need to finish this game so good that that might be we'll, we'll talk about that later but yeah because <laughs> that one might i'm really torn um but yeah so I will admit sometimes I bounce between games in sessions only because I really like the game and I don't want it to end. It, sure. it sounds silly, but like I, I don't want it to end. I want to enjoy it as much as possible. So I'll grind for maybe a, you know two, three hours and be like, eh, I'll hop on some Far Cry 5 just for some mindless fun. Yeah. Just mindless shooting at things. I um, get that. But also I, I, I'm the opposite because like if I really enjoy it, I'm gonna do nothing but play that game. Yeah, so and I, I absolutely understand that. Finish it. Yeah, um, like we're adults now, and I, you know, the time 
crunch of like being an adult where it's like i only have limited time so i'm gonna, I'm gonna sit and do it complete it in that time. yeah 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 i get that. that that totally makes sense but um yeah so that was that was the ps5 event there was a lot more by all means go ahead check it out oh the other thing just bring it up the playstation plus thing was kind of cool they're bringing a lot of ps4 titles for just having playstation plus okay so the, if you already have one you just pour it over right i'm assuming i'd have to, i if, if they keep it the same price i will think sony just won hands down um yeah because this is stuff like days gone spider-man god of war like a lot of stuff people already have one right or right. two like they were just waiting for it to go on sale or be free so that's kind of mm-hmm. cool so they these games have already made their money four times over you know right they they have so much headroom that at this point they're probably just like yeah it's fine just let it be for free but then like games like cyberpunk like yeah what do you do for that because like i still want to get that game i want to play through it but it's coming out november 19th uh it will be available for ps5 as well it will yeah Ooh, maybe i won't pre-order it then and i just uh well i won't get the ps5 right away yeah I'm thinking maybe a, if not early 2021, I might bite the bullet and Christmas. Yeah, that's I. I don't know. So since I'm an only, ch- we're both only children. Yeah. Um, I I can be like, hey, give me this, um, because I <laughs> like video games. Still, I know I'm, I'll be 28 by Christmas, but uh, please. please um but yeah it's a it's a great great event the ps5 launch event was great i mean it's what are, are do you have a top four or top five of your favorite ps4 games i don't know if i put uh, you on the spot or or even top two i mean last of us part two instantly is my number one uh i loved that game so much like oh man it was it it, it just like dashed my expectations and ev- the animation in it is so wonderful. Like there's an animation for almost everything. Like you can have Ellie like stand underwater and she reacts to it. It's like, Ugh, what? And uh, I don't know. I, I love everything about that game. Uh, I know not a lot of people did. There was some stuff about it, but honestly it made me, f- I was so immersed and I felt so many things going through it. Like, uh, okay, we're going to spoil spoiler territory. So if you didn't play Last of Us Part Two, get on it. Uh, yeah, get on. I'm gonna spoil it. Uh, but when that switch happens after Ellie and Abby meet in the theater, and you play as Abby, as I was walking through like just the compound on back to day one, I'm like, oh dear God, I murdered so many of these people. I single handedly ruined so many lives i oh god they're all gonna die and i just felt so guilty and no game has made me feel that way for killing because like you know we get a little desense we get desensitized to violence it it happens uh there's a lot of bullshit out there but like you're killing you're getting a little desensitized because you're like oh you're the hero whatever but like that was the first time that made me go like oh shit i did bad things oh no um and then i really like the game too because it 
talks about perspectives, which you never get in video games. And the fact that you play the two people forces you to uh, have perspective and see two things differently and like helps you understand each mother uh, motivation. I know you hate Abby, but um, that's all right. <laughs> so I agree with you on, a, on basically all of that. I really do. I, and it's, I, I think the reason that last of us worked is because I think it really, even in what that was, what sixth generation of console, Yes, uh, for the counter like the like of the generation wars, um, is it? It took six generations for a story to sit people down and say, "Hey, this isn't just an art form for dude bros who drink, you know, Mountain Dew Code Red. This this is a serious <laughs> yeah. art. Yep. There's some serious time and dedication." And mm-hmm. here is a beautiful story about love, loss, and loss again. And mm-hmm. it's going to sucker punch you, and you are going to, you know, feel like you got your teeth kicked in, and you're going to be crying not out of pain, but because of the journey you went on. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. And it, it, it honestly, like... And I think that's where a lot of us kind of grew up with Last of Us 1, and the fact that we were like, oh, shit, a lot of happy happy endings aren't really real. Right. Yeah, they provide a gray area where, like, yeah. Joel, like, did a very selfish, selfish action, yeah. right? And we can all relate to it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to see a child die. Like, of course you don't. After your own child dies, by the way. Right, yeah. Ex- yeah. Yeah, and you've been projecting that onto this new yeah yeah and it because like the right choice quote unquote is to let ellie die and save humanity but we all have that visceral visceral i can't speak uh that reaction because she's been right by her side the entire time so by the time he does that we're rooting for it because yeah. like hell yeah yeah, we can't let Ellie die. We've been protecting her for 40 hours. So, I get it. You get so caught up in Joel's grim, dark world that everything sucks and everything's been taken away from me that yep. the, the wrong choice inevitably becomes the, the, the only hope choice. <laughs> this, this is all yeah. I have. Don't take it away from me. Oh, man. And how much that impacts in two. Because... Yeah. I mean, that last scene with Joel after he beat the game, oh my god. Which is a very long scene. Yeah, it, it is, it, but... <laughs> oh, like, I, lo- I love the choice where you pick up... You start the game after that cutscene. Yeah. But we don't... We only hear about it. And then at the, at, at the end of the game, we actually get to see it, and we're reminded of, like, oh, shit, yeah, that was the last thing Ellie said to Joel. And it, oh man, I and it it makes you it. and then from there you get it, yeah. Like you're like yeah. okay, yeah, because like because I, I like I said I totally agree with you on on everything. Like aside from like the storyline and the and the gameplay, like just how expansive it allowed for individuals with disabilities 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, like, everything you can do to the controls and the colors. And if I I'm, did. If I'm not I mistaken, uh, an, an individual who was declared legally blind beat the game with no outside assistance Hell yeah. from the game. So, so that needs to be reveled. That needs to be... Yeah, that needs to be a standard. Like, yeah, that needs to be... Accessibility games, the accessibility that game has should be standard for all games. Exactly. Because everyone should be able to experience this stuff. And and yeah, it might look a little silly to you, like, oh, why are the colors like that? This is so easy now. But, like, for individuals who, you know, who have disabilities or, or have sight, sight problems, mm-hmm. that that's their only way they can enjoy this game. And, yeah, they can listen yep. to the game, but they want to be a part of it. They want to be a part of that experience. And, and I think for that alone, it, it deserves recognition and it and it should be you know it's definitely going to be nominated for game of the year i don't know if it'll win if it'll if i'm being honest but it's definitely got a very very strong foothold of a chance oh for sure so and and for that alone i think that leak unfortunately destroyed a lot of its i don't want to say credibility but uh i guess steam that had going for it the hype because we, we uh, waited is, seven years. Yeah, yeah. And, God, and then all that dumb... I mean, we're going back to trans rights where, like, people just started hating on that and making fun of it. It's like, really? Like, come on. Like, Yeah, that, that's what the that's where the score failed is because people were saying it had uh, a trans agenda is, I think, what they were people were saying just because of... Even though I left? didn't at all. Yeah, it was because Lev. Well, yeah. first they saw Abby. Yeah, who they assumed was that, which not the case. But then Lev, like Lev as a character, is so good. Yeah, that that like, honestly that has me excited for what else Last of Us can do. Like if you touch on Lev's mm-hmm. story, I think you got you got a great character there. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But yeah, that that shit really pissed me off. Like. The Simon grow up like come on we're <laughs> this that's well, ridiculous it it makes sense and let me it makes sense that this uh community had that much hate because gamers are notoriously not open-minded yeah so like very gatekeepy very yeah oh my god yeah it's so annoying because i saw like a twitter post um <laughs> about like how this person was like a part of all these like very um not inclusive like uh communities like gaming sports and like something else but essentially we're like there's just a lot of hate for no real reason and it's like it sucks because like you enjoy the thing and you want others to enjoy the thing but there's so much assholes so many assholes in this and i'm talking going back to gaming in this because like you said earlier like they're not grown up yeah even if they're even if they're 40 they're not yeah. really adults they're still acting like children and it's like just let people enjoy this product like yeah, just let people just be fucking kind just just it's, it's not hard good, yeah like i i it's, will say it, it, it's people just get caught up and they didn't get what they want, ex, you know, served yeah. to them on a platter and people just yep. get pissy and whiny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And again, that goes back to the gamers. Yeah. It's like, oh, if we, 
if we look at it as a whole in a stereotypical way, most gamers uh, aren't the po most popular in society, and they feel like they're undervalued and they don't have much power and blah 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 blah. So they seek that in video games. Sure, but like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> you can still enjoy this without being a terrible person. Yeah. Like, being kind is so easy, and the you don't even have to like do anything for other people in this regard. You can just let them enjoy the art. Cause like, I mean, that's the main crux of our project of uh shame watch is like, just let people enjoy their thing without yeah. shaming them. Cause like art is so subjective. Someone liking this art has no effect on you. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't crush someone else's happiness just because you can't find the fun in it. Right. Or you don't understand it or you, it makes you feel something that you didn't want to feel like just fuck off. That's, that's, that's my message to uh, all the asshole gamers out there. Just fuck uh, off. Fuck off. Uh, fight me. One V one. You hang them high pistols only. Now with all uh, that kindness joke. being said, yeah, my problem with the game uh -huh. is the structure. Okay. What about the structure? And I will, I will say I, I took a lot of this from... Because I, I really couldn't verbalize what, was, what I was hating or was, was yeah. peeved by just because I was yeah. like, I don't know. Just, just this isn't sitting with me. And I'm fine with like, yeah. you know, sad stories. I'm, I'm fine oh, yeah. with that. That's reality. I like that. But... Uh, it's from a YouTube video, a YouTube channel called The Closer Look. He does a two-hour analysis on this. Damn. Highly recommend it. It uh, he's he's a writer uh, and just phenomenal channel. But highly recommend it. Um, and he does like an autopsy of what's wrong with it, character analysis, and then he does like what he mm -hmm. would have done with the story and how Naughty Dog did not hire him. I don't know because it is a phenomenal <laughs> possibility for a story, but. But what was what irked me is the story structure, and the way to, to talk about it is like in Lord of the Rings, we don't get Frodo to the mountain, and then in a whole new movie get Aragorn. I see. You know, I see. Follow Aragorn, and what I mean by that is we we go might have been what ten yep. twelve hours as mm -hmm. Ellie, and we get to Seattle, we get to the theater, and our our. Our, our rising tension is really high. We can mm -hmm. smell a climax coming. It, it's right around the corner for sure. And then we stop and drop straight down to have 10 to 12 hours with Abby. A character I do not yeah. care about. I, I liked her. Thanks, Laura uh, Bailey. You're wonderful. I, 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 I understand why people like her, but I also understand like where people like me who are like, I don't, I, and, and the, the reason that I know people felt this way is because if you watch a lot of like play with me's at the very end, whenever they have their battle in the theater and they're like fighting each other and it becomes mm -hmm. like a game of hide and seek, a lot of people just stood up as Abby and let Ellie kill her in hopes that we get a different storyline. <laughs> and it didn't happen. And I did it. And I know like, I was just like, yeah, Ellie, get it out. Let kill her. Do what you got to do. Um, not, not but <laughs> so we, 
I, I get it. But, but at the same time, I was like, she just needs, she needs to let this out. Okay. Like it just needs to happen. But I'm, yeah. But so we get, we get, you know, the 10 hours of Abby. And for the most part, it's pretty flatlined only because she doesn't really have motivation. Like, okay. like living her day to day life. It's just go out, kill things, come back. And then she gets saved by mm-hmm. the scars. And then all of a sudden we have a little bit of a, a little bit of reason and a little bit of tension. But at that same time, she's just a bloodthirsty animal, yeah. man. Like she's killing her friends. Like, I mean, Ellie was mostly killing to survive. Abby is helping these two individuals, which rightfully so, she should help them, but she's helping these two people she never knew and is killing her own friends because of it. And it, it just kind of like and I know they saved her life and everything and and that makes sense, but at the same time, I was like, "You're just like really cruel. <laughs> like you're just you're a lot, uh, man." Like, I, but so was Ellie, and, and I understand Ellie and Joel were they were they you know sure. they had to come up the ranks of of survival, and and I totally well, understand it, that to, to interject um, just a little. Ellie like went off the deep end, like. I'm sorry, when you stab a pregnant woman in the gut, yeah. like I understand, but 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 we're talking about the scars time the, the scars time. When when Abby is killing, you know, she's trying to get, you know, this the, that two hour long fetch quest when we have to go get medical supplies. Um, you know, she's you know having to kill her right. own friends. At that point, we don't know that Owen and and the the pregnant lady are dead. At that point, we're just trying to help out these these scars. Yeah, I'm trying to repiece it together. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so at you know, whenever we get to, you know that that switching point where we find out Owen and the pregnant woman is is dead, then yeah, go bloodthirsty. I get it. You're in an apocalypse. Cool. You if if there were ever a purge time, this is it go for it and i understand her father passed and but what i didn't like about that is we just completely get rid of joel's survival instincts and i know a lot of people are like well he got soft and i totally get it you get soft he's he's Mm -hmm. got the comfort of jackson you know he's an aging person but but tell me (laughs) like because like i have a very tough i tough time acknowledging that a person who almost ran somebody over who was begging and pleading for help in the first game would all of a sudden go into a room to let himself be surrounded drop his guard and give away his name so so easily yeah you know what i mean i mean yes i understand that point i understand all that it takes, point but also like uh, it was what four years in jackson that he was living in that, that yeah that maybe four or five life. yeah he thought all the fireflies were dead. Like, why would he have to have his guard up? He's pissed a lot of people off. I mean, yeah, most of which are dead, <laughs> or in his mind, are dead. Like, but I, I, they didn't know he was in Jackson. But because we have like that thirty-minute opening narrative as Joel, tell us that there. Like, have Tommy be like, "Hey, you know, you've gotten soft over the years in Jackson," or just just give us something that kind of sets that stone or just like give us a story that you know yeah you know with those you know those hitchhikers showed up out of nowhere i thought you for sure they were dead i know i know for a fact now you're you've just gone soft 
And then Joel can just be yeah. like, oh, shut up, Tommy. You know, you just got to trust people nowadays. There's, there's something. Give me something. So I'm not right. just left off the hook as to like, wait, wait a minute. Why, why is Joel just the middle of the room? And I get it. Joel had to die. <laughs> yes. That's just yes. the fact of it. Joel had to die. And spoiler alert, he dies within the first hour. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> it's brutal. Oh, yeah. When I got to that point, I was like, what? Yeah. No. What? What's going on? Ah, ah, I was oh, like, it's I'm just starting. I'm not killing. It's just yeah. starting. Like, yeah. I totally get it. He had to die. It, it was inevitable in the story. It was inevitable, um, you know, when we saw the trailer and, like, Ellie just looks pissed off at the camera. You're like, oh, Joel dies. <laughs> like, that was my... I didn't think... Yeah, I I figured, like, that'd be, like, an end thing or, like, maybe... Yeah, way. for sure. Or maybe he just got captured, but it's, like, right there. It's like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> like, I, I, I... Oh, okay, where do we where do we go from here? Um, So, I get it. Um... But yeah, the structure just kind of made me mad because then again with Abby, when we get to the 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 theater and we win against our fight against Ellie, and you know she has the her, the knife to uh, Dina's uh, throat, yeah. and like again we see the bloodthirsty Abby because she's like because Ellie's like she's pregnant and Abby goes good. I'm like okay, hold on, like I get it. She died. She stabbed her pregnant friend. You could have said a different line, like "eye for an eye" or something, like, like just no. I like good. Just, just I was like, oh god. But then she she lets her live because Lev tells her Abby calls it off, and then all of a sudden we stop. Our rising tension again just drops, and then we have the rattlesnakes from there. Yeah, and it led to. Abby being crucified at some docks by this militant, militant gang called the Rattlesnakes, which I will say that was kind of cool. I, I think they're going to do the DLC based around the Rattlesnakes. Ooh. Ooh. And I think kind of like... I realize it was DLC. So, yeah, and like the different factions that are going to be, that come along with it. Sweet. So I, I think that was cool. But, um, but yeah, and then we lead to a, a quick time event... <laughs> For the fight scene, which was cool. I will admit that was probably the most immersed I felt in a game up to that point. Yeah, when I was there, I was like, Ellie, stop. I don't want to kill Abby. Stop it. Yeah. I don't, like, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You get your uh, money's worth, though. I mean, Ellie loses some fingers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It. I love it. I, I love this game. And I understand your critique and your viewpoint, but... Man, it was so good. I love it. I loved every second. It's not a bad game. And I'm not saying it was a bad game. There's the story, just the structure. I was like, the game didn't deserve that. You know, I hear you, but I I was all for it. You know, I liked it. And and I, and I'll play it again. I want to platinum it for sure. It's an easy platinum, but, and there's, they took so much time. And, and I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to take anything away from, the creators or Druckmann or anything like that. They, they took their time. They were diligent with it. They didn't just give us, you know, a, a half-assed game. They really, they really put no. some time into it. Um, yeah. It, this, the story structure just really rubbed me the wrong way. Cause you could have done an hour of Ellie, an hour of Abby, an hour of Ellie, an hour of Abby, like something along those I, lines. I see. I, yeah, I get that. But also, and this is just for me, like 
had that been the case, I would not have been as immersed. I get that. Because, like, you spend so much time with them, you're like, oh, no, I'm all for, for this person. Yeah. And I think what they're trying to get is, like, you want to see them both as people and both realizing their viewpoints. And I think the way they had it, it mostly accomplishes that. At least it accomplished for me. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I get both these people now and how... Like, this is just a bad situation to be in. Like, because, like, what I also love about this game is, like, it's not black and white. It's just very gray. Yeah. It's, like, because so many times Ellie was could choose not to go down that path of revenge and isolation. But she chooses to go down it anyway. And it's, like, all right, I get it, but no, (laughs) don't do that. Yeah. Uh because I, I think that like the thesis of this game is revenge really doesn't pay. Yeah. All it does is make you cold and alone. Yeah. E- even if you got what you wanted, you're going to yeah. lose so In much more. Abby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause um, I loved it. it. It's, it's a great game and it's definitely deserves to be a nomination for game of the year. I, I, th- yeah. I think it really paved the way for a lot of games to enable for, you know, players with disabilities so i think for Mm -hmm. sure in that regard i also think that again i think this because i I always like to think about those those great games there's there's a lot of good games and there's a lot of great games and there's a lot of those games that that get remembered this will be a game that gets remembered And, and the way i like to think about it is like uh like 1917 it was a good movie really great surround sound like really great you know they try to make it look like a one shot really great piece really great story but i'm not going to remember it in five years no honestly until you said that movie part i'm like what about the year night oh right it's a movie yeah yeah see exactly Uh, you're like yeah i heard about it It got nominated for for a few oscars but didn't yeah it's not a thing because they try to do the showy yeah. one one they they try to do the Oscar well, bait for for yeah for just easy fan fodder but this will be a game that's going to be remembered and and I think another oh hell yeah it's Druckmann's kind of solidified himself in the gaming industry and a lot of people hate him after this honestly and I I like, go ahead I, I really hate that because. <laughs> and and the, the the guy in the closer look says it. He's like the reason people love this game is because it took a dramatic story and took ballsy risks. And the reason that people hate this game is because it's a dramatic story that took ballsy risks. And yeah, that's true. And, and it, but that's also why I like it. Yeah, it, like I've I've never played a game like this before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I love it because like. I'm so tired of this generic ass AAA formula bullshit. Like, cool. I play another game where I scout and resource, but yeah. But like, everything like matters in this game, or at least it feels like it matters. And I, I don't know. It, it just it was so different, and I so appreciate when developers and companies actually take the time to make the story reflect in the gameplay and vice versa so i'm a big old fan fight me what what you said on that is right on the money because everything matters in that game and and i think the easiest way to describe that is 
is you are trying to survive in this game. You you look in every yeah. nook and cranny. You mm-hmm. get so excited when you find gun parts or yep. uh, an al- yep. a, a quarter of a cloth so that way you can try and make a Molotov. Like everything matters in this game. Yeah. Like you you become so diligent. You scan everything you possibly can. And, and yeah, everything matters in this game. Your decisions matter. Um, you're, you're the only, the only time that I was like, this is just kind of like, why are you here? Is I kind of felt like Jesse and, and Dina were just kind of like springboards for conversation. Like they didn't. Yeah. I would have liked a little bit more from them. That's fair. Like, I agree with that, but I also hate, and this is just a James thing, but I hate when characters talk to no one. Fair. Like that irritates the crap out of me because it's like oh wow the the bringer of light is dead oh my gosh what am i gonna do it's like why are you talking out loud first off yeah or, or like whenever they find a like a, a health thing they're just like oh gonna need that later nope nobody talks like Ugh. that you might think about it but nobody talks like that nobody <laughs> yeah like so it was it was nice to have like a companion who was like there's motivation for this person to speak true instead of just like oh i'm out here in this desert good thing i have my shorts it's like who are you talking to why why are you speaking uh and that's what uh, i that's one of my things in um um uh horizon zero dawn is that like aloy talks so much to no one and i get it but also it's like why are you talking i get it too like I, yeah you're not talking to anyone you're just talking to air no one talks to air i mean i talk to air sometimes but not like that yeah i i do too but then part of me is like well yeah i mean that's nobody actively does that on purpose aaron you might do it just we're only children so it might be a reason we do it right well it's more like it's, it's more me going like wait did i do that thing yeah okay and and that's it it's not like Oh, did I remember to turn off the oven? Because if not, my house is going to burn down. It's like, what? I don't need all those words because I'm thinking most of it. Uh, but yeah, that's just my little gripe. I will say, uh, but yeah, I will say in the span of uh, PS4, I might like Horizon Zero Dawn a little more. That's fair. I, I feel like that's this totally fair. The story is so much harder to to buy. Like, <laughs> like like this this post-apocalyptic back to barbarianism world and yeah. trying to survive I, in it like don't spoil anything i'm still playing that, that's that's what i'm trying trying not to um but it, it's, it's technology and, and like native culture media exactly and it, it's so much fun and like i loved it so much and it, it's such a good game, and I, I think it might be a little high for me. I will say probably my top game of PS4, that, and I'm glad it finished yeah. the genre for me, probably Ghost of Tsushima, man. Yeah, you love that I game. I really love that game. And and it's very I... AAA title game. It's very... Okay. but Because you collect things. You collect things. You go out and find things. But I will say at the same time, you don't get trophies for those things. So it's not feeding you ah. to do that. Good good it's good oh man can't wait for you to play it man <laughs> can't wait yeah for you to play I'm, it. I'm 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 definitely gonna pick it up especially now that i have a job um definitely gonna pick it up i'm gonna beat horizon zero dawn first 
eventually I'll beat Persona 5, but not anytime soon. Because uh, that game takes like 500 hours to beat. <laughs> uh, and I'm legitimately like, I think, 50 to 60 hours into it. So I've got Oof. a long way to go. Oof. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun game. I enjoy it. But, oh, man, it's it takes a grind. Um, yeah, I want to... I want to get Ghost of Tsushima before Cyberpunk because once Cyberpunk comes out, that'll probably be my last PS4 title, unless I wait for it on PS5. Yeah, but I'm still debating. That game looks so fun. Yeah, that game looks so fun. I want it so bad, <laughs> so I'll probably just get it for PS4. Yeah, the new Watch Dogs looks great too, and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> right, yeah. right after oh man, after, after that disaster it first launched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my number two is Spider-Man. Oof, that's definitely top five. Yeah, definitely top fair. five for me. I, because man, I want Spider-Man's my favorite. Hero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I love every single Spider-Man game ever in existence, and this felt so reminiscent of Spider-Man Two, where you could actually like land on the ground and walk and yeah, uh, find little kids' balloons and save them. Um, God, Spider-Man Two was so cut. good. Spider-Man yeah. 2 was so good. <laughs> and and this felt like the like a great like upgrade version of that. Yeah. Uh, it, that game is just so good. It kind of like, felt like oh, I love it. Oh, you got older, so did we. Like it, it yeah, really felt exactly, we, like exactly. we aged with you. It was really, really good. And that game also had Laura Bailey. Yeah. She was MJ. Uh and then it had my also, one of my other favorite voice actors, Yuri, I don't know how to say his last name, uh, Lennon Lothengau or something. I'm sorry, Yuri. I, I love you. You're great. I, you're really, I really like your voice, and I like your book. Um, anyway, he voices Sasuke on Naruto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, def- that one's Number th- definitely top five for me. Yeah. I think number three would be God of War. Yeah. That one was real fun. Yeah. And it was also, I think it was like the third God of War game I played because I played, I beat the first one. And I played a, a good a bit of the second one because those are like kind of like Devil May Cry hack and slash, yeah. which are fun. But like this one had that like nice like weight to it, like Bloodborne or Demon Souls, yeah. but also still hack and slashy. Yeah, and it, it's it's you didn't have to play the other God of Wars to really appreciate it, but man, if you even played one of them, you're like, oh man. Yeah, yeah, man. Once you get the Blades of Chaos, huh. the storyline to get that, like there was so much narrative just to get some weapons. It mm-hmm. was so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. It was yeah. I was all in it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my top. Those are my top solid three that I can definitely be like, I, I, these are the PS4 games that really impacted me. Cause everything else was kind of like, eh, it was fine. But like yeah. those three were like, oh yeah, I'm glad I got this console. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. That's, I'm pretty much on there with you for those. Uh, Last of Us 2 might dip into fourth or fifth here or there. Um, yeah. But definitely Ghost of Tsushima, God of War um spidey spider-man um horizon zero dawn yeah those are those are definitely up there for the top five um and 
I will say I'm a fan of just of just kind of like those mind mind mindless games like Far Cry Five. Doesn't doesn't take a lot to do that. Like yeah. it's it's not in my top five with for sure. The, the storyline really fell flat on its face. It's just fun. Like you get to play with a, yeah. a, a bear named Cheeseburger. Big fan of that. That's true. You do get to do that. I haven't got. I haven't unlocked him yet. But uh, I think my favorite Far Cry game is still three. Oh yeah, because the story. <laughs> story was how uh, the story integrated with the gameplay was perfect. So good. And like, I miss that. I love that game. So like, ev- ever since then, each Far Cry game would kind of fell flat for me because it's like, oh man, you really had it with three, and now you're just like deviating. I will say six. Six might do okay. It yeah, six looks awesome. Yeah, six I'm might really excited take that. the cake, man. Because I mean, when you got Esposito coming in to not only do mm-hmm. voice acting but also do the mocap, whoo, yeah, whoo, yeah, dude. that looks it, it's gonna be fun. And that's for PS Five. It has to be really. I, I don't because like they just announced it. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if they did PS Four along with it, just because it's so it's butting up against that year. But yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be like a May 21 t- title. Yeah, I can see that. So it's, it, you know, it, it's weird that when I think of the PS4, I still think of it as like new, but it's been around for seven years. Yeah, it's, it's been around for a good, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, fuck, it has been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause that's generally the life cycle of a console is like seven ish yeah. years. And I don't know. It's just like realizing to myself, I've grown a lot in those seven years. Yeah. And uh, some things have changed. Uh, but you know what hasn't changed? My love for video games. Amen, man. It's, it's what, what a time to be into video games. And I'm really excited for the video game culture. Um, yeah. Just the appreciation of stories and narrative and structure and also just like helping out with like disabilities like video games mm-hmm. i think we're just seen as like oh we just have to like give it to kids well like there's all kinds of kids like there's kids who have disabilities and who have different needs and answering that yeah, now is just exactly. like fucking cool and we have the technology to do that yeah it's great and more games should be doing it if they can if they can uh, yeah. because because the other added thing to that is like maybe they don't have the budget to do it which sucks yeah or maybe they don't have the technology, but if you can do it, do it. It's going to be appreciated like, more than you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gaming in general just needs to be more inclusive. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> but uh, that's a whole nother topic that we can't cover, nor can we solve. <laughs> but you're right on the money with it, man. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else before we... Um, uh, before we cut out now this this before we unplug oh that was good man um <laughs> no just uh november november 12th 19th what was it i forget i know 19th is when cyber okay so november uh, 12th then is going to be the drop two days after xbox man. so be on the lookout for that um let us know what you're going to do some people are doing both i'm more than likely just going to do a ps5 not not huge in xbox i'm gonna gonna start i'm gonna actually follow the same thing i did with the last last console uh drop 
I'm going to get the PlayStation first and then later get the Xbox. That makes sense. However, however, I'm doing it more intentionally this year uh, <laughs> because uh, last time in 2013, I could only pre-order one or the other and I only could only do the PlayStation. So I was like, okay, whatever. And the launch titles for it sucked. But uh, so I was a little bitter, but I'm so glad I have my PS4. I've had it all seven years and it's wonderful. I still have PT on it. I didn't delete it. Um, so I'm proud of that. that that's, a, uh, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, I, I'm so glad I have it. Um, but like with this new generation, like I'm definitely getting PS5 and I'm going to wait probably a good bit before getting an Xbox. Because like, Right now, I don't see the need for having to. And right now, I'm just playing my PS4. Like, yeah. I haven't touched my Xbox One in a long time. It turns into a media center in Xbox, if we're being real. Yeah, which, honestly, like... It works. I get there's a There's a market for that. Yeah. It, it's beneficial. To- totally get it. I'll probably use it more when I have my own house and I have a media room. Yeah. Like, so I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to spend lots of money on these things. <laughs> that's the bottom line uh, they got me they've had me since i was five <laughs> yep with the uh and i'm okay with it i, I saw and then oh and by the way uh today is of the 18th uh mario all-stars released so if you have a switch you oh yeah you get uh n64 or mario 64 uh mario sunshine and something else i forgot mario all-stars i think um uh that sounds right yeah so yeah exciting time to be into video games uh if you're not try to it's it's That's fun all right yeah, dude, you don't have to it, if fun. you're not why are you listening to this episode true true <laughs> you're very confused if you don't <laughs> they keep saying a Which, ps5 hey. but what yeah <laughs> where's the other four where the game station <laughs> where's the game station or the dreamcast eventually they're going to bring up sega saturn eventually <laughs> oh my god oh yeah oh boy well aaron thank you for staying down with me thank you man this, talking about this th- maybe we'll, we might do a couple more of these few more of these before the end of the year but it was a this is fun i like talking yeah. games oh i do too i i love playing them they're fun uh yeah uh, maybe next time we'll talk about a certain game uh, with one of our patrons that has to do with hearts and heartless. Who knows? The world is crazy. Uh, but that world is even crazier, and I have a lot of opinions on that game. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know how to end this. Uh, I, I, I think uh, just like this. We don't. This is just a bonus sode, so uh, yeah. rest in peace, RBG. Yeah, man, God, twenty twenty sucks. sucks. It just twenty twenty fucking blows, man. Like, good God, good. Th- Honestly, and this isn't even a bit. I really like games for that reason, just to <laughs> escape from all this bullshit. Man.